I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. This week's episode is sponsored by Baller. This week is Black Friday week. You get up to 70% off on premium items. Check baller.com or visit the retail stores to join the life of a baller. All right, now let's get into this week's episode. In this episode, we explore Tunisia's football culture. The North African country qualified for the upcoming World Cup and is placed in the challenging Group D alongside France, Denmark and Australia. Tunisia is crazy about football, but what's the local football culture like? And what can we expect from Tunisia at the World Cup? I spoke to a former Tunisian international and a Tunisian football journalist to find out. My name is Sam Verraalte and welcome to the Home of Football, a podcast powered by 433. It is it! And Tunisia are going to the World Cup. A nil-nil draw on the night, eventually enough to get them past the Eagles of Mali. They've been grounded and the Eagles of Carthage will fly on to Qatar. Tunisia will play their first World Cup game on the 22nd of November against Denmark. This will immediately be a crucial game for them. I called football journalist Suhail Kamira to find out what the national team means for the Tunisian people and what happens in Tunisia when their team is about to play a World Cup game. Here's Suhail Kamira. 
it's a remarkable event. A lot of people set up, for example, viewing areas to watch the games. A lot of people tune in to the games. They fill up with cafes, for example, like if you want to get a good spot. A lot of people get together at cafes. Not all, not, not all people watch the games at home. It's not very common. So most people go out to cafes, to restaurants, to, to pubs and all that just to watch the game. So you need to be there early, for example. Like a lot of people show up like two hours, even up to like two hours before the kickoff just so they can get like a good spot it's a it's a remarkable event for for every game that tunisia plays in the world cup so um, when a, every tunisian game is an event here yeah yeah and what does the national team represent for the country because i think for every country that's that's different but for the people of tunisia what does the national football team represent the national football team is very very loved and liked here in tunisia it's uh, for example like whenever Whenever Tunisia participates in the World Cup, we all, we're always it's always a, a source of pride, a source of joy for Tunisians. In a way, the national team at certain times is is, is the main source of joy for these people. You know, it's something that brings them joy, happiness in a, in a period that they consider to be quote unquote a dark period in the country. So there's a lot of stuff that's going on that's not okay. That's not that's not the country is not doing its best, but We have the national team. Yeah, exactly. So what are some of the things that are not going well in the country, like you, you mentioned? Can you specify what kind of things are not going that well? It's not doing its best, economically speaking. There's a crisis going on here in the country. There's a, there's big political unrest. There's um, The parliament has been dissolved and we're having early elections and all that. There is political instability, a lot of tension in the country at the moment. Uh, unemployment rates are very high. Um, there's an economical crisis. There's shortage in a lot of staples, for example, like milk and sugar and, and all that. So... It's not ideal. Uh, it's not doing its best. It's kind of struggling. But as I said, at least whenever there's football, it's it's at least something that yeah. people can hold on to and can give them some sort of joy to watch it. So. All right. So the national football team is a ray of light for the struggling country. So how about the local football league? I called Karim Saidi, who played for Club Africain in the Tunisian League 1 and has 18 caps for Tunisia, to get to know what the local league is like. Kareem Saidi thinks the league is okay, but can be improved in several ways. Here's Kareem. A lot of teams in Tunis, they pay a lot of money. That means for young player, he don't have to make sacrifice. He don't have to be uh, uh, far from parents, from uh, far from friends. So a lot of teams in Tunis right now, especially the four teams, in uh, our competition, they pay uh, a good money for Tunisian players. So for me, it... Uh, For me, it's a mistake, you know, uh, it's a big mistake. So uh, we don't have a good competition, we don't have we don't have a good tempo. Even the competition is stopped and then it starts again after five weeks. And then, uh, yeah, a lot of uh, politics uh, also in competition. So uh, we are not stable enough, you know. So about the local league, you played for Club Africain uh, two times in your career, a big club yes. in Tunisia. What's the level of the league like? How would you describe the league and the style of play to someone who's never watched the Tunisian football league? The league, the league especially, I was also proud to play in uh, Club Africain. Also Club Africain gave me the opportunity to to have a good 
uh, I mean career in Europe. I start with Finland, then uh, after that I've been to Italy, uh, Turkey, Belgium. So I have very great career because I had also a good uh, uh, training session in Tunis when I was young also. Uh, I tell you also again, uh, 15 years ago, 20 years ago uh, in Club Africa, we had also a French coach also in, in, in youth uh, talent. So we train in the morning. After that, we we play at Sunday with um, with our team. So we have uh, like a strategy. I don't say now the competition is very low. Okay, we have very good uh, teams. They can also uh, 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 play also a final phase because also in Tunis we have um, Africa Africa Cup, Champions League Cup, also uh, CAF Cup. We have very good uh, uh, teams. Very good also facility like a gym like uh, okay the pitch a little bit a uh, little bit uh, not so good the pitch you know that's mm. also uh, negative uh, things if you want to make a good talent in the future if you have to also uh, able to have this facility like the pitch like uh, some good facility that the uh, player needed you know if you bring a player from uh, african i mean from ghana from uh, cameroon he can spend one year in tunis after he goes step to europe because is the also uh, a good step to be in europe a lot of uh, a lot of scout come to watch our competition we have very good quality and um and now the problem we don't see a lot of players go and transfer to Europe because also what I say to you again and a lot of teams they ask a lot of money and that also in Europe they cannot pay it. Suhail Kmira is a bit more enthusiastic about the Tunisian league even though it's mainly dominated by Esperance de Tunis, the most successful club of the country. Here's Suhail on the Tunisian Football League and the local fan culture. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. It's dominated mainly by Esperanza de Tunis. There's uh, this debate. Uh, not a lot of people like this, but let's face it. Let's call it the way it is. There's four major teams here in Tunisia. We have Esperanza de Tunis, of Club Africa, uh, Etoile de Sahel and Club Sportif Spaxian. These are the four big teams. Of course, yes, the other teams will, be, will think, no, we're also big teams. Yes, the wonderful teams such as US Tatawin, Stade Tunisien, Olympique de Beja. There's a lot of teams. At the moment, we have 14 teams playing in League One. 
So it's quite competitive. It's uh, it's unpredictable. A lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of tension at games. It's never really easy. It's never really. Um, no certain team goes in the game thinking that they will guarantee a win. No, no, no. They will always have unexpected results and unexpected victories and unexpected draws. So it's very tense. It's very tense. It's, um, it's quite enjoyable to watch as well. So yeah. the infrastructure is not that great, to be honest. The stadiums and all, most of the stadiums are artificial pitches that are sort of like, even the natural pitch stadiums are kind of decaying. The games at the moment are... Attendance is sort of limited to just local fans, so away fans cannot attend games. That's not ideal at the moment, but still, the game itself is relatively enjoyable. Yeah. What's the football fan culture like uh, on a club level in Tunisia? What's the fan culture like? Oh, it's huge. The The football fan culture here in Tunisia is huge. We have ultra groups and supporters from all over for every team. It's always a sight to behold. For example, like when you go to the capital, the rivalry between Esperanza Tunis and Club Africa is massive. It's been going on for years and like over a century right now. So the derby, it's huge. We have graffiti, we have supporters group, we have people who travel for hundreds and hundreds of kilometers to, to watch their teams play. The the fan culture is is huge. Um, in big stadiums, for instance, like Radis, uh, Sous, Spakis, uh, Bardu, all these stadiums have the the fans. Certain fans they have designated spots where they have like these giant banners and the those like use of pyrotechnics at, in the stadiums. It's it's uh, it's it's uh, it's remarkable, really. It's fascinating to say the least, especially in high tension games. Games that are like there's a risk of being eliminated, and there's like a lot at stake at those games. This is when the fans really stand out, and it's really something to behold. Um, uh, I believe in 2018, Premier Di Agosto played against the Spirons of Tunis here in Tunis in Radis, and the coach described it as a war zone. <laughs> it he called it like something. It was like a war zone. He said like I don't understand what was going on. There were bombs or something, but there was like a fireworks and pyrotechnics at the stadium. He described it something being at a, like being at a war zone. So that's wow. how intense and how fierce it is. All right. So the football fans in Tunisia are very passionate. Let's talk about what it means for a player from Tunisia when he gets to represent his country. Here's Karim Saidi on the emotional impact his debut for Tunisia had on him. And his family. Even my father, he was uh, watching uh, the game. He was crying. He go because uh, I told him, my father, why you are crying? He say, yeah, I see you uh, on TV because uh, first team is not the same like uh, to play with a uh, national team under uh, 18, 17. It's completely different, you know. I cannot explain to you the feeling, but uh, you know, you feel like that that you uh, you are proud to be Tunisian uh, uh, player. You are also uh, uh, you are also getting respect from a lot of uh, people also all country busy with this team you know so so your father was emotional when you made your debut for tunisia what did mean, yes what did it mean for your family uh, to make your debut what was the response of your friends and family like besides your father yes actually uh yeah i'm not gonna cry again because also uh, my father is very important to me and uh, my father also he passed away two months ago, and uh, I'm sorry, man. Yeah, sorry for your loss, man. Yeah, thanks. 
Ja. Ja, ich sage, ist gut. Ja, für Familie, I know what they feel, because my father also, my, yeah, I don't say my mother also not, but my father, yeah, I was close to him, you know, because he doesn't know what that means football, and he's not also a, a, a football player, so he always next to me from when I was 10, 10 years till 17, he always give me advice. And then he always me push me to give and have and motivate me, you know. Yeah. The time when he was crying because maybe, I don't know, because now I'm a son also of uh, two boys, so I know the feeling, what he feeling uh, 20 years ago. So he's proud from his son. Also, I'm proud to him because uh, because without him, without his sacrifice, without his, uh, uh, I mean, emotion, I cannot be, uh, uh, okay, I had a very logic career. And so... Uh, Ah, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, so you're a father yourself now. That's that's great, man. That's yeah. uh, that's good stuff. Uh, sorry for your loss again, uh, but Thanks, I think bro. it is beautiful that you got to share that moment with your with your father. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah of course. Yeah, it's a good moment. Yeah, it's a good moment, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, I know it's difficult, but uh, yeah, this is also all family is not about my my father my also uh, my mother she when i was also playing in tunis i have to i have to have the school so after that she prepared my uh, my staff to go to training so a lot of all family they are a sacrifice of me they are invest uh, invest for normal not about money invest just invest for time invest for energy invest also to making food because before i go to train you know when i I remember when I was in Tunis to play uh, a game, all family, they get up early. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. They get up early preparing uh, my bags, my brother also preparing himself to go to have a fan, uh, to have also fan with the with the fans. And also my brother, he he, he get up early to make the, um, the to make the the, the car a uh, little bit hot because uh, she need to take time to make it uh, 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 on, you know? <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was, uh, yeah, it was good souvenir. So we survived with that, you know, we survived with that. So I appreciate it, you know. Let's talk about the current Tunisia national team. The country doesn't have a star player like Morocco have Hakim Ziyech, for example. But Tunisia is a strong collective. Here's journalist Tuhel Kamira on the current state of Tunisia's national football team. These players know each other very well. They've played together for a long time, and they're very—they play in great harmony and great sync together. So, I think we're—we're we're not expecting a lot from Tunisia, to be honest. With uh, uh, I think I believe it'll be like an international, on like a national event, like a holiday or something. If we get past the group stage, but at the same time, we're always very, very, very happy to be at the World Cup to just to make it to the World Cup in itself. Is an achievement. It's uh, it's something that we take great pride in. We're not expecting much from the team, to be honest. But it's always it's nice to be here. But we're we're here to participate. We're here to have a, a great time. We're here to play and give our best. We're not in an easy group. France, Denmark, and Australia. It's not going to be easy for us. But we'll try to do our best. We've had so far. We've had two victories in six World Cup appearances. So whatever we can get, it's always going to be something to be proud of. Yeah, that, that's good, man. What do you think the chances are? Because, of course, like you said, Tunisia never went through the, the, to the knockout stages. 
Uh, this group is with Denmark, of course, Australia and France. What do you think are the chances of Tunisia to go ahead to the knockout stages? Personally speaking, and from my personal opinion, uh, I think the game against Denmark is going to be very, very crucial in determining the outcome. For example, like if I think if Tunisia is able to, to grab a draw against Denmark, it's going to be legendary and wonderful. But the chances are not very high. Okay, but still, we are being optimistic. Uh, we, I hope to see a surprise. I hope I'm proven wrong. But I believe the chances of getting past the group stage are not the highest, but still. Uh, Tunisia has surprised us before and we're hoping they can do that again this time. Former international Kareem Saidi is also a bit skeptical about what to expect from Tunisia at the upcoming World Cup. Here's Kareem again. Okay, we qualified now already six times to the World Cup, but we already have the mentality just to go to have fun, to have uh, not uh, the good uh, mentality to uh, to cross the second round. So we have difficulty now from, uh, I think, our first World Cup, it will be 19 87 till uh, this World Cup 2022, we don't never cross the second uh, uh, second round. Siliti and Al Khazri, Msekni also uh, very good player. Also, they uh, respect for them. They play for a long time. Uh, yes, yeah, these three player. I think in my okay. The, the problem also again that yeah, I respect them very well, but uh, Siliti and Msekni and Khazri. If you see the the career, okay, they have very good career. But with national team, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's not the same. So this is also something. The performance from them in national team is more uh, a week than they play in on team. You know, I'm afraid because our national team they not preparing very well the World Cup. They didn't play a lot of many of friendly game. Our uh, player. They are not playing in strong competition. That means they don't have good rhythm. They don't have good tempo. If you see Denmark, all of them they are playing in uh, in, uh, in, uh, in in uh, in teams in the world. All of them they are playing also uh, Europa League, Champions League. I see some player. It will be a difficult and tough game to win. Uh, but uh, yeah, I will go to Australia. Also very difficult team to manage, very difficult team to uh, to win. Uh, yeah, we are able to uh, to defend our flag, to defend our uh, uh, our uh, our country. So I don't think so that the Tunisian team uh, they 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 have to they should play without pressure. You know, we have an ambition to uh, to this generation cross the the first round. It will be very difficult, but I hope. In football, everything is possible. So uh, we have very strong opponent in this World Cup, uh, especially in Group D. But everything is possible in football. We have to be ready to manage the first game. It's very important yeah, for uh, all tournaments. Let's hope Tunisia can surprise the world at the upcoming World Cup and finally make it to the knockout stages. I want to thank Kareem Saidi and Suhail Kamira for their interviews. Follow this podcast to never miss an episode. And if you want to have early access to our podcast episodes, download the 433 app. It's free and our podcast episodes are published there a week earlier than on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. All right. My name is Sam Verraute. Thank you for listening. And on to the next story in the home of football. 
Hi guys, Frankie here. I just filmed the podcast with 433. I'm Rafa Ferdinand. I'm Mario Götze. My name is Clarence Seedorf. Hi, I'm Sunil Chetri. I just finished my podcast with 433. Hi, 433 fans. It's Don Robbie in the building, right? And we are here for a great podcast. I want you to check it out. Hi, 433. I am Fabrizio Romano. Check out my story on the podcast. It was a great pleasure. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.